0: downtown
1: Great. santa rosa holy shit that's where we met that's true we, that's true yeah we are a bunch of heathens running around <laughs> i feel like me and you, I, i've just i don't really have memories of like seeing you out there get too fucked up you're always working like you're <laughs> always working dude that's true and like, i yeah. barely started getting into the bar scene because i worked retail for so long mm-hmm. and so i didn't i didn't start seeing that side of the bar for a while but when i did i got sucked in no doubt. Do me a favor.
0: We, uh, we were kind of off and running already, but if you don't mind, give me a little background as to what it is that, uh, you have done, uh, and how it kind of led into what you're doing now, uh, professionally.
1: All right. That's um, kind of a loaded question. No, right? I, yeah. I was trying to think of the short way of saying this, I guess back in high school, I right actually before high school, I was such a sports buff. I was like, my dad coached, I played football, basketball, baseball. I was all into sports. But I was pretty small. So when you're playing like the youth sports back in the programs, you were able to, it was mostly based off of your size, right? Not no necessarily doubt. your age. So for sports, for youth football, I got to play like twice as long as most people my age because I was so small. Oh, and, that, wow. and the term they used back then was called an older lighter, which means you're older, but you're light enough to play in these squads that are technically younger, you know? And yeah. so. I was always like team captain because I'd already played that squad the one prior year. So it was really sure. fun. Um, I loved playing football. but What as position started, did you
0: play? What position were you? Or positions? I, played,
1: I know when you're younger, they kind of yeah, throw you at yeah. a few different things. I, first year, I played quarterback. Hated it. Did you? I actually, I was second string quarterback. And then I also played wide receiver. But the problem was, is our quarterback was always hurt. Oh, wow. Always injured or something. And, yeah. and so I always had to play, but I was fast. So I was like, I swear to God, they they dumbed down the plays for me. And I was running like bootlegs 90% of the time. I love it. And it That's was fun. Great. But, you know, it just wasn't really what I – I didn't like the pressure of having to read the, you know. Oh, like, man, the armband, like, all the plays, uh, you know, the signals
0: and, from the coach on the sidelines. Yeah. so Offensive coordinator. Yeah, I don't know I what, what it's was like. Playing, playing, was it Peewee's? Was peewee's. It, I played it was.
1: junior Peewee, Peewee, junior midget, midget. Wow. That's, that was the – now they, I think they have different weight classes, but – and then I played wide receiver and cornerback pretty much the rest of the time. How'd you I like that? Did you like it loved better it. than quarterback? Loved it. Cornerback yeah. was my favorite. I like playing defense. I like catching balls too, but um, yeah. So
0: defense the, is the shit, by the way. Defense is great. Defense yeah. wins games. It does win games. Yeah. Uh, I
1: played uh, defensive tackle nose. There you go. It was great, dude. Was defense so much is awesome. fun. Uh, um, D line. Yeah. I was fortunate enough to play both sides, so it was it was really fun. But um, but when I started high school. I started getting into skateboarding and like, you know, like rock music and like, I don't know, like punk rock music and stuff. And, um, I was like, I don't really think I want to play football anymore. Like I was like, I kind of like skateboarding. I'm, I'm also like really small compared to the other kids. And I just was like, I want to try something different. So I started skateboarding, which led me into music. Yeah. And so I started little garage bands, um, I was a singer for garage bands. Got kicked out of my very first band. I did not know where my voice was. I didn't. Oh, wow. I didn't really play an instrument good enough to play in a band. There it is. But I wanted to be a frontman or a singer. So uh, I do got... you remember the name of the band. Oh god, what was the name of that band? Um, I'm so curious. The names High of Noon. like a kids band. High, High Noon. Noon. Great name. Uh, solid name. Yeah. Uh, Western movie reference, obviously. Solid. But, um, yeah, and then I got kicked out of that band because I was not a good singer, but I like. <laughs> was a good front man but when you're a front man and a singer you probably should be a good singer too right so i got kicked out of that band i was broken hearted dude i was like damn oh i'm sure and then uh um, i'm sure that's devastating i yeah. think also like i didn't know how i wanted to sing i didn't know what kind of music i wanted to play i think it was like going for like a fred durst limp biscuit pr- approach or uh, something totally. and i was just <laughs> like this is not me that's amazing and then i ended up Re-joining I can't that laugh band. too hard. I can't no. laugh
0: too hard. I was totally into Corn and Lynn Biscuit. Yeah. I was totally into it. Yeah. yeah. Significant yeah. Other came out. I was like, this is fucking awesome. Dude, for I'm into sure. it. I'm into I it. mean, anyone that says they didn't like that album is full of shit. They're full of shit. $3 of bill. Shit. That was yeah. fucking
1: awesome. Yeah. And so uh, I ended up rejoining <laughs> that band. We restructured it to be like more pop punk, like Blink 182, like right on. Newfound Glory. Like, and I was like, that was where I was like, oh, this is how I can sing. So Love it. I did it. that. Nice. Do you got that kind of newfound glory high pitch? Can you get yeah. that shit? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. that's niche man. I definitely man. That's don't tough. think I sing like I talk. Sure. Now if I did music in the like, currently, I probably would try and do something more effortless and more airy with my voice, but Nice. Um anyway, so I did bands for high school. I was that mm-hmm. guy that skateboarded and was in bands all in high school. We played mm-hmm. all of the talent shows, we played parties in the quad. It was really cool. But that's kind of where um, and I always like, so I'm an artist now. I mm-hmm. mean, I ha- always have been, but, um, and I always drew pictures and stuff when I was a kid, I always wanted to be a Disney animation, uh, uh, imagineer. That's awesome. I used to make my own comic books. Uh, but as I was getting into bands and stuff, there was a need to do like design mm-hmm. for like t-shirts and merch and stuff like that. And that's when like everything kind of like, I was like starting to feel like coming in my way. Like I was like, wow, I was like, I really like doing this. And so. I was in different bands, um, you know, we did small tours and stuff, um, pretty much from 15 until like 23 and, um, that's, so as Photoshop, you know, I started developing Photoshop skills, like self-taught and started learning how to use layers and all this stuff. And um, that's kind of like opens a lot of of, doors, right? Yeah. It's kind of basically what kickstarted me to be like, I kind of like doing graphic design like a lot. Yeah, it's like i have an eye for it i feel good about it and so i i did retail for 14 years which is about 13 years too long <laughs> um and uh oh, I, I know what the feeling is man i'm four I'm, in dude i get it yeah i mean <sighs> clothing and stuff and um which i enjoyed it i mean honestly it was great being in a band and having that that kind of social connection with people because you're able to like to my show, or da, da, da. Isn't it great? Yeah, so. yeah,
0: talking about it, meeting other fellow creatives, yeah, meeting people who are interested in the same things as you, and yeah, and being able to branch off of that and start other bands and meet up with different merchandisers, Book shows
1: like, with other guys, you know, it's just yeah. it was cool, it was a cool networking situation, but I get that. Being out like, of even bars, being out of even bars, I feel
0: such a huge disconnect between the social scene now. I just, yeah, totally. Anytime I, mean, I run into somebody, I'm just like fucking way more socially awkward now i'm just like i don't know like what do, what do we do now like can't can't we hang out more yeah yeah now? exactly yeah. it's, it's weird like we're not getting we,
1: day wasted anymore when we're bartending <laughs> we are hanging out and it's yeah. kind of like we get to kill two birds with one stun we get our social fix and we get to get paid which is that was cool 100 percent my social fix that was
0: totally me out you yeah. know and it was uh it was seldom when we would leave the bars tell me if i'm wrong about this because i know other bartenders are different you can tell me if you're yeah. different in this way uh, sometimes i would leave the bar and friends would go, Hey, let's go to the bars. And I'd be like, fuck that noise. Like yep. I was just there forever. Totally you know, working
1: doubles and shit. It would be, there yeah. are friends of ours that we probably have mutual friends of that would rage after they've been working all day. More go to the dirty
0: for, for uh, the half off special bartender yeah, specials four forty or
1: whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd go uh, to stout when stout was me. open and do the half offs and oh, go see yeah. Ryan Walker. I've and, definitely got fuck. fucked up many a times. Yeah. Too many, uh, too. downtown Santa Rosa. But, uh, yeah 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 so not really my yeah i was just seldom would i be like yeah i have my moments but it I got old fast for yeah, me too it got, got a burnt fast. out and i was always yeah. working one or two jobs at a time yeah i've always been a two three job kind of guy me too if i didn't have a side hustle you know mm-hmm. and so that's
0: why it made me it was so it was fucking heartwarming hearing you say like man i rarely saw you out of the bars you were always working it's like Man, that's the goal. That was the goal. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to be the guy that, like, if I did go out and go and drink, I didn't want to be the guy that just goes like, man, did you see that fucking guy last night? Yes. I would rather be the guy that did it incognito. I have
1: been, yeah. man, did you see Nikki that night, guy? Probably one time. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it was all fun and, you know, just me being stupid and just drinking too much, but. Hey, but we've all been there. Yeah. I, uh, after the retail stint, though, I started mm-hmm. general managing or I started, um, working at belly downtown santa rosa i remember that well and um that's when i kind of got back into hospitality mm-hmm. but when i did that it was when i decided i think i'm gonna go back to college also is that uh, what you
0: did you end up going back to school
1: yeah oh wow i went back to school when i was 24 25 wow adult, good on you man adult reentry. so mm-hmm. weird bro um <laughs> for sure i didn't go to for school sure. i don't have a degree in graphic design um when i went to school I was like, okay, I'm an adult here. I was like, I got to work and and bartend and stuff. And um, so like my hours are limited, but I would work. I did like a couple, you know, basically I went to the JC in Santa Rosa and I took every art class they had to offer. Every computer science class they had to offer, any marketing class, graphic design class. I took all of them um, just throughout the course of like three years. Yeah. Anything that had prereqs that I didn't qualify for, I didn't do. Cause yeah. I just didn't have the time to do it. Cause a lot of the prereq classes tended to fall into like my work schedule. So it was really, ch- it was like, kind of tough, but there it is what's cool is like the professors and stuff. I was very transparent with them. I was like, I manage a restaurant. I, you know, I, I'll put the work in, I'm here to learn. This is on my time on my dime. Like, yeah, I like, I, it's important for me to be here. I was like, but there's going to be times that I'm not here. I was yeah. like, I'll follow it up with an email to let you know that I won't be here, but I loved all those classes I took. Uh, how
0: how appreciative were they about how transparent you were being? Because I would hope that you'd be the ideal student for a teacher who just goes, oh, good, somebody who can talk to me like a human being, convey what it is that's happening in their everyday life, and is still driven enough to come back to school being goal-oriented, and yet still going to manage to show up to work on time. You know, like, w- was, the, was the appreciation there, or was it more like, if you don't show up, you're going to be out of here. No, what's
1: surprising is it was 100% there, wow. if not more. That's and great. What's cool is like I found myself in some classes that were like I was clearly the older guy in the class. But there was a lot of other classes where I wasn't nearly the oldest, which was really cool. That's great. Um, so yeah. it was nice mix of like... You know, men, women, different ethnicities, just different people's backgrounds, different age groups. And it was really cool. Um It felt super more diverse, like, just it like, a, like yeah, just kind of like a hang sesh. Mm-hmm. You know, Um I would, <laughs> you know, I'd have a break in the day where I'd go to. It was like after my drawing class, I'd have my oil painting class. But I had like a two hour or hour and a half, hour and a half gap or something. And I went to, uh what was Steele and Hop's called before that? Uh, Heritage Public House. Yep, I would walk over to I Heritage. there Did you? I wonder if I've seen you there. When I, I did. But... You had know, bartend over there, grab like a lunch, yeah. drink a beer, yeah, and go oil paint for two hours. Yeah. I was like, great, beautiful. Like I beautiful. was like, being an adult in school is cool. I was like, yeah, I can go have a beer or you know a cocktail and then go to go to you know and like it wasn't plastered like by any means, no. but it was just nice because I was like I can kind of like just. Be an adult in school. (laughs) A
0: daytime single or two beer is one of the most rewarding things about being an adult, if you ask me. Totally. It's not something about getting blacked out midday and then trying to function and fuck that. Yeah. It's it's about you still going to school. Yep. Coming and taking a break and just being like, cool, I get to have a couple beers, chop it up with cool bartenders, and then I'm going to go back to school. That is a huge, huge perk. And it... I don't want to get too off topic here because I want to keep talking about what it is that you um, kind of how you transition into what it is that you're doing now. Uh, I, I regularly have this conversation with my girlfriend, Alex. I, you've, you've met Alex. Yep. Uh, she's uh, wonderful. She's very well traveled. And uh, I don't know if um, enough people know about how well traveled and well spoken she is. Like she speaks three languages. She's really right. Um, but we talk about regularly how the United States has so much stigma around alcohol and how it, facilitates uh, people having these adverse reactions to it. And also it's kind of like, don't press the red button. Don't do this. Don't do that. And kids are like, fuck you. I'm going to do that. Uh, When there's more like consumption and responsibility discussed early on in life, you end up having countries that prosper where it's a 13 year old can have wine with dinner and it's fucking cool. Like they're at the end of the bar when they're 16 and they're having a drink. And by the time they're 18, they can handle their shit.
1: Yeah, and they're you not know? getting shit housed.
0: They're not getting shit housed. They're not drinking and driving. And it's not, no. you know, um as much. I can't most, say they're yeah. not, but not as much. Well, you know,
1: you tell a kid to not do something or that they can't do something, what are they going to do? They're going to find ways to manipulate the system and do oh. it overindulge and and that. Oh, yeah. And that's what happens typically. Rebel, man. But when you yeah. like you said when it's like when it's like not as taboo and it's kind of like, "Oh, it's not a big deal," then it's like, "Cool, I'm just going to have a glass of wine with my parents while we have dinner. Totally, because mom says see, like, this goes green with the Chardonnay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. it's the moms
0: with the yeah. Chardonnay. My man, that's amazing. Uh, I actually like Chardonnay for the record. Do you drink too. Chardonnay? I'm, yeah. a,
1: I'm, a, I'm more of a red, but uh, sure. If I do white, Chardonnay is nice.
0: Nice, yeah. nice. I'm dry all the way, man. I yeah. Can't do the sweet. If I go, if I go white, Sauvignon Blanc, man. This is Sonoma County talk, by the way, too. Yeah, I know. you know what's funny? This is the only region it feels like where we as Two adult men can talk about wine in this way where other people just go, like, it's beer or nothing. And it's like, no, that's not how it goes. Yeah, no, when you're here. in Sonoma County, you're We're raised with spoiled. a culinary and uh, uh, imbibing education. You really are. On a yeah. hot
1: summer day, though, you know, the move is to go get, like, a – I always say, like, a cheap bottle. But for us, it's not that cheap. But a, a affordable bottle of white sure. and I'll just throw it in the blender with some frozen peaches. Oof. Wine slushy, good for you. Day. Good for you. That's the move.
0: That's great, man. Yeah, we, uh, we started doing white sangria not too long ago oh, on summer go. days. Fire, dude. Hell yeah. Like Too dangerous though. Like, you get you get wine drunk right around three p.m. in the sun. Oh yeah. You, yeah.
1: you gotta <laughs> you have to keep drinking. Got to. Or if you don't, you're in bed by five and you're not up <laughs> until you know six the next day. Oh yeah. It's wild.
0: I'm going to tell you a quick story and then I want to get back on track. If you don't mind, I want to, I definitely want to hear about where it is you are now, where it is that you're going uh, with, uh, with your graphic design art, because I'm, I'm such a big fan. It's one of the big reasons I had you on this podcast Thank is you. that I'm seeing more and more uh, labels coming out and I'm just, I'm, I'm more impressed by the day. Um, uh, this is a quick story about Alex and I. We went to Ireland, and this is kind of a perfect uh, scenario for, like, how the taboo kind of affects, you know, United States kids, if you will. Totally. Definitely Northern California. But uh, uh, we we go to a bar. A long story, really short. We go to this bar after we walked a really long, long way. We had walked eight kilometers, which is, I think, the equivalent of, like, five and a half miles. It was the middle of the night, too. That's it was the a night of walk. A super moon in <laughs> 2015. And uh, so it was pretty bright outside from the moon. But we walk. We get to this bar and we're uh, pretty close to our Airbnb. Uh, again, long story short, the owners of the bar really nice. The reared ins buy us all drinks. Uh, Alex and I and everybody in the bar is watching rugby all night long. We're going to be in there until like 3 in the morning. And we arrived at like 9 p.m. Uh, That's a good so day. We're, we're hammered, hammered, hammered. And we're like, look, we really got to go now. And they're like, yeah, 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 we're shutting it down now too. Anyway, they go, but you guys need a ride. We're not going to let you walk in the dark. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, is there anybody sober that's around? They're like, yeah, my boy, he's going to give you a ride. So we go out front, and it's this, like, black limousine. It's almost like a, like a Lincoln limousine, right? <laughs> and a fucking 12-year-old kid no. comes out. <laughs> and Probably we, a better driver than half the people around here. Totally. Totally. And we, uh, we didn't know he was 12 yet, but we see him, and we're like, that kid's he's, – he's a kid. You know, that is a kid kid. He's a real it's a real kid, like a noticeable kid. You know, like around here, you see somebody driving a car like that. You're like, somebody's got to do something, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, so we get in the car and again, we're only probably two miles at the most from where it is that we're staying. And uh, we get in the car and he's like, you know, steering wheels up here above his face. And we're like, how old are you, man? He's like 12 in a thick Irish accent. <laughs> And we're like, Jesus, thanks for the ride, you know? And we're so blacked out that we're just kind of holding on, going like, well, we're going to see what happens. He makes us there fine. He goes, yeah, my pa and my, my mom, they tell me to do this all the time. <laughs> they just have me drive their, their drunk patrons home and make sure they don't get an accident. So I was like, you're the coolest fucking kid I've Jeez. ever met, you know?
1: What you know? a great story. Yeah, it ridiculous, that, I it's ridiculous. I would have been like, wow. I would have been like on my edge too, like <laughs> – I don't know man John give me the keys yeah. you know what I I would have asked for the keys maybe if the steering wheel wasn't
0: on the fucking wrong side of the oh uh, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never driven at that a car point you're kind of like well you know the road's better than I do straight I, I would have been on the right side he would have been like oh fuck you're holding on jeez dude uh, without getting off topic again so you were uh you were talking about where you kind of went from uh retail and then you went into restaurants you went into hospitality you ended up going back into school you ended up studying a little bit more uh how long did
1: you stay in school? I did school for about um I want to say 3 years or so. Uh you know, I during that time too I had, I'd had a grasp on graphic design programs and stuff and as I was learning through school like the tricks and the trades of certain programs, um I just decided I'm going to freelance also. So I started freelancing awesome. on the side, just side things, you know, like business cards for people, da 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 da, and, you know, um, and then I, you know, it, it really just kind of transitioned into what I do now, which is, um, you know, I owe, I owe the success that my business has gotten so far, um, straight up to hospitality and bartending. Is that right? Is the most easy way to network with people. Um, but yeah, I'm a graphic designer. I own my graphic design business. Um, it's, uh, I specialize in, logo branding and package design which i really enjoy um my clients range from anywhere between bagel shops to hair salons to cannabis companies wineries and breweries and so um being in sonoma county i mean we have so many wineries and and breweries out here that um, i've been really fortunate to um i've pretty much worked Graphic design solely through referral. I got my business card like three years ago. Wow. And I've been doing it for like a decade now.
0: Wow. Word of mouth has been your strongest uh, yeah. form of advertisement, and, has it?
1: Yeah. And back then it was nice because I really couldn't take on as many clients as I would maybe had wanted to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so there are times where I say, you know, I can't do that right now, unfortunately. Because I was working full time. I was managing um, Hen House Brewing Company. I remember that i remember when you went to hen house too yeah and so um it was actually only till about this year july i stepped down as management from hen house to roll the dice and go full-time graphic design and, wow man and that's congratulations what I'm doing by the now way. and it yeah. is very weird i work one day a week at hen house <laughs> yeah um you know, I love that company. They, they've provided me a lot of opportun- great opportunities and, um, nice people over there for sure. Yeah. And, uh, I believe in that company. I, I was like employee f- like five or six. Now there's like 75 employees. Wow. So yeah. You're an employee it, five or six. That's amazing. Yeah, That's it's so great. It's weird. You know, I went to
0: high school with Shane. Oh dude. Shane's great. Shane's a great guy. Yeah. I yeah. was, uh, we were at the, we were at the tasting room back when they were getting started to, uh, and, uh, when we went in there, uh, we saw Shane and Alex and I were like Shane, and he was just like, "Holy shit, long time, guys!" And we were like, "Yeah, man, it's so good to see you." We were like, "What are you up to?" He's like, "He's all this I own is. This. Uh, this is basically what I've been doing." And a couple people kind of laughed too. They were just like. Yeah, this is his spot. This is his baby. I was like, wow. Yeah. I'm so pumped for him. I mean, yeah. I wish him so much success. His beer is stupid
1: good. Yeah. The people are so nice. When Fridge went over there too, I was pretty pumped. Yeah, yeah. I was really excited to have Fridge. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've known Fridge for quite some time as well. He's nice. now um, transitioned out of the bar and he's marketing. He's hey, doing, good for which him. Which he's great at. Um, That's great. You know, he's doing a lot of the social media content. Um, he's doing a lot of the editing and all that stuff. But
0: We met uh, when he was a Brew. When yeah. he was at Brew, uh, he was like the nicest guy, and we lived at 615 Healdsburg. So we were just right down the street in those, uh, the right across from the dirty, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, when we walked over there, both Alex and I fell in love with that dude and were just like, fuck, man, you're the sweetest teddy bear, you know? Sure, he hates being called teddy bear. Uh, yeah. I don't know. No, he is a big teddy bear. Fucking, yeah. But but yeah, give, I give mean, a guy a squeeze. Um,
1: <laughs> I did get uh, one of my, I think one of my biggest, the biggest client or like most exciting client I ever got was um, uh, Tyler Smith from Cooper's Brewing Company awesome um, I've known Tyler Tyler used to be like the beer buyer and and a, a bartender at the Whole Foods tap room when it opened up over near Cottingtown mm-hmm. and I remember sitting at that little bar shooting the shit with him sure and he man telling me like yeah I'm gonna I think I'm gonna open up my own my own brewery and I was like man you should you should let me help you with design like one day. Yeah. You know, flash forward to, um, I want to say a year or two after that, um, Tyler, uh, contracted me out to do their very first can labels for their very first cans. So, so you're there a, from the beginning. From yeah. From the beginning so of the Kerberge cans. Smeltron 3030, which is a Deltron <laughs> so reference. So sick. And then. K- I'd
0: never seen that one. And I'm a huge Deltron oh, fan. I am a huge Del the Funky Homo Sapiens yeah. fan.
1: So we did Smeltron 3030. Fuck and fuck here, Cakes man. Slayer. That's amazing. And, uh. Second one was called Keg Slayer. Keg Slayer. Word. And so um, I did those two labels. You know, it was a learning, a learning process. Um, I've been really fortunate to have a mentor named Josh Staples. Josh Staples um, also has a podcast called Forever Midnight. Perfect. Big into the horror genre. Like the most talented guy I know. Great musician, great artist. He does all the can labels for Hen House Brewing Company. Wow. Which, for the record, I do not do the he- labels for Hen House Brewing Company <laughs> it's, because I get it all the time. It's on the record, I, man. Because I make labels for breweries and I work at Hen House. Yeah, so you it's very confusing. Wow, good But point. I have done one for Hen yeah. House back in the day, which was an Aesop Rock reference. What was uh, it? It was called, the beer was called. Fast hops, danger, fire, and knives. And, <laughs> Fast cars,
0: uh, danger, fire, and knives. Yeah, so, oh, that's amazing. I get all the cool
1: hip hop labels, which I'm excited for because I'm a big hip hop fan. So but, great, dude. Um, oh, that's amazing. He yeah, has so, some of the
0: best lyrics of any rapper. And I mean, Barry, a represent rapper right there, dude. He fucking flies under the radar somehow when it comes to lyrics. don't even know who he is and Most you're like, people, What? How? I know. And they're like, do you mean ASAP uh, Rocky? And I'm like, that's not who I'm referring to. No. I'm referring to Aesop Rock from San Francisco. The original. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking murderous, dude. Uh, And angel gets his wings with every blue nut I release. Could this be lies? Because I'm a spit cobalt till every angel flies. That's murderous. Murderous. I didn't know that you did a label with that. That's great. Yeah.
1: And that was great. So having Josh Staples in my corner has been wonderful. um, Because he's done a lot of package design and stuff. And like when you're dealing with printers and stuff, and you're looking at die lines and technical shit, you're just like, feel like lost. Now I feel way more comfortable. You know, this is, you know, five years later, but um, Josh has always been a phone call away. If I had a question about something, he'd always be there. And like, so shout out to Josh Stables. I mean, he's, he's been such a great mentor to me and it's crazy now to see how far I've come. You know, um, you know, like I said, Coop I did shit. I can't remember when we did those can releases. I want to say it's like three years ago. Four years ago, there was two labels. I've done 65 labels for Cooperage. Wow. That is a real number, by the way. Um, And and then I've done beer labels for Fog Belt Brewing Company. Um, Again, I did the Hen House one, Moonlight Brewing Company, Pond Farm Brewing Company. Wow. Um, And I've done um, one for a New Jersey brewery called Departed Souls. Wow. Um, So it's crazy. Um, The beer industry is kind of with, with COVID and everything too, uh, I was one of the fortunate ones, you know, my business did not see, uh, you know, a missed opportunity. We were, I was, we were crushing. I mean, I love people it. Good. needed ways to market their business during a time that their business like wasn't able to really operate in a way that they could. Good point, man. Yeah. And then I transitioned also into now it's like, I'm doing tons of cannabis work. Hey, great. Um, you know, I'm not a big cannabis smoker myself, but, mm-hmm. um, that industry is crazy. Like I am sure doing is. tons of, um, art directing for Los Angeles, um, cannabis companies, and I've been having, I've had really cool opportunities. I've done a cannabis label for Chris Weber, um, the basketball player. Yeah. The basketball the fuck out player. Of you, really? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome, man. And, uh, it's funny. A lot of the retired basketball players that are getting into the cannabis thing now, they, you know, and why not? Um, That's dope. Yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, now I'm working full time for myself, and you know I have a four year old son, and uh it's great. I get. You to said like he's
0: four years old now. Four years which old, which is mind blowing. Last time I saw him, he was probably two. Man, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. just he's, time flies.
1: His name is Ryland. He is my best friend. He's super into comic books and stuff now. I think I kind of like made that happen, but he's loves it, dude. And um, so everything I do, I do for him. And you know, right now oh, it's like great. it's great. cool to be able to. um now that I'm working full-time at home for myself in my office, it's really nice to not feel pulled away when I'm with him, you know, at times I'm like, let me get, you know, when he's eating food for breakfast, I'm like sending emails off or you know, getting a quick sketch in. And then when he's at lunch, I'm doing the same thing. And so now I get to be fully immersed in it. And, um, it's I'm really dream. grateful for that. It's so, the dream. Yeah. God,
0: good for you, man. And I mean the, the leap of faith that it takes to, to, to leave a, a job, to leave a position um, that for all intents and purposes has stability. You know, it has it has what you need. You go, I am passionate about these other things. I want to make my uh, days more accessible to my son. And I want to uh, do the things that I love. And I just, I congratulate you. I wish you so much success in this field. I mean it, you deserve it all. Thanks, dude, I uh, appreciate that. You've always been such a positive guy too, man. Like, I mean, honestly, like I'll never forget... This might seem like such an insignificant moment, but uh it was one of those like doubles uh, working at La Rosa, working at Osielos, doing them doing them both at the same time. Did we work um, at La
1: Rosa at the same time? We did, right?
0: Uh yeah. Yeah, you ended up coming on. I was, with, yeah. Yeah, I was you upstairs. You ended up going upstairs. That's yeah. right. That's funny fuck. I remember when you came on. That was that was a while ago. That yeah. was, that was uh, almost four For years the record, ago. For record, I've worked everywhere, apparently. So has Danny's. <laughs> so have Exactly. Yeah, no, I know. When I put the number together and I was like, I'm 36. It's something like 27 right now. It's insane. Yeah. Um, but uh, when I was doing both, it was right before you got in the job. Because I'm, I'm, um, I had only been there like a year uh, before you got the job. And I remember I was walking to work from my car. And uh, you pulled up. You're in your car. And you were like, best bartender in Sonoma County right there. And I turn around and I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" And it was you. And you had like your hands up. You're like, "What's up, dog?" And it felt so good because I remember just going like, "Dude, yeah, this job hurts sometimes. Like another 21-year-old birthday party or a bachelor party comes through, or like it's Cinco de Mayo and you're working with five other bartenders for like 10 hours and you leave with 125 bucks. And it's like, yeah, dude, it was. It it had gotten. It had worn thin." Yeah. almost nine years at that point, And I was like, yeah. And so hearing that, I remember just being like Nikki London, dude, fucking what a G cutting to the core of me, you know? So no, well, stay I, positive. I mean, I believe now. in that still yeah.
1: to this day, bro, you've always been a pleasure to, I mean, I don't think we've ever got to work side by side with one another. Mm, we've been no. working for the same companies, but I will say, bro, you are always so positive and just smiling. And just, I'm like, there's a lot of people out there that I've worked for, and there, you know, there's a couple that I, if I could clone them, and, and if I had to run a staff, I would, and I would definitely clone you, bro. Oh, buddy, um, thank you, thanks. Uh, that means a lot. Because the thing is, is it's like the jobs are stressful and they're exhausting and tiring, right. and like to your point, you know, sometimes you get some shitty guests that sure. you know trying to rub you wrong, and it's how you react mm-hmm. to those that really sets people apart. And like, I feel like. You're always, you're always working hard. You're always extremely professional. You're you, always buddy. just like a leg up on anybody else in the hospitality industry. Wow. So, um, and I, wow. truly, I truly do mean that, bro. Thank you yeah. so so much. That means so much. And you have to me. a lot wow. more qualities than just being a good bartender. <laughs> for the record, hey, but.
0: thanks, man. Well, maybe we'll add podcast hosts to this one of these yeah, days. Yeah. I appreciate that, brother. It means a lot. Uh, you know, it's uh, um, for for a long time uh, you do it and you just go, hey, man, that's the job. You know, you just go, show up, don't bring your baggage, check it all at the door. Uh, It hasn't been as easy in the last couple of years. And I know I'm not the only one speaking that way, especially, you know, uh, there's just too much. Sometimes there's too much between fires, between a pandemic, between job closures, between different business models that you have to undertake, uh, being uh, at risk of being fired, losing your job, that kind of stuff. It's... um, it's, it's uh, high tension out there. And so hearing that from you means a lot because I really do try. And so it means a lot to me. Thank you, buddy. Good. Um, perfect timing, actually a few minutes over, but I'm going to, I'm going to go into your answers for our, um, for our survey that we do on ObscurityShow.com. All right. Are you ready for this? Yeah. My man. So when we talked about this a little bit earlier, this is pretty cool because um, I might cut this little part out really quick as well. I'll kind of describe what we're going to do. I can have a screen recording done of what it is that we're going through in the answers and still have your picture in picture and view with you going over the answers, Yeah, Yeah. It's pretty cool, man. Uh, So, what's pretty rad about this is I got a chance to look over some of Nikki's answers and I'm just, I'm flabbergasted at some of the answers because I was like, dude, if I had known what amazing, what amazing things you had been doing Uh, What amazing movies, excuse me, and shows that you were into. Um, I might have talked with you about this a little bit more. And I'll be honest. uh, Oh, I got to escape out of this one second. I'll be honest. I knew that you were into movies and pop culture. I knew that uh, based on a couple of your tattoos. And I think that uh, it bears mentioning one of my favorites. And it's right on your, I think it's on your calves or the back of your ankles. It's Michael Myers. Yep. And it's Jason Voorhees. Yep dude i'm already a huge horror movie fan i really am same and having the chance to do uh having the chance to see some of your fucking tattoos <laughs> i'm like some people go their whole lives without seeing shit that fucking rad so uh yeah, I'm, I I'm gonna show that. some pictures as long as you're down with it one of these days and on
1: on yeah. uh, one of this segments shout out to wes anderson who owns monkey wrench did That's... wes do those too yep you know he he's did one the of one on my back calf too He's right? one of my closest friends oh. our kids are growing up together it's awesome but i love he's, you I. Uh, he's done like 89 percent of my tattoos so big
0: shout out to wes anderson yeah monkey wrench monkey wrench yep. he
1: uh they got all all our artists are great now too which is great it's hard sometimes you know you get sure. through these loops or these little like loopholes of like these lulls of having really good artists. Some of them are good, some are, But these guys yeah. are all great. So.
0: I love hearing that. That's yeah. so great. Uh, tell me if you remember this. I'll make this brief. But uh, Fire Relief 2017, I believe, uh, you threw a, a fundraising event at Agent yep. Inc. Yeah, That was
1: you, right? Yep. Uh, Hen House Brewer is there. Uh, yeah, it was actually uh, in collaboration with, it was a Johnny Cupcakes, uh, which is yeah. a clothing company. Yeah, I know that. Um, I, I registered to do a pop-up for them. Awesome. And I didn't know the fires were happening. So what what had happened was it was already pre-booked. But then we had to pivot and do like – I was like, shit, we can't have this if it's not a fire relief. Like it's just not the good – it's not good timing. It has to be fire relief. I had a whole flyer designed for it for the original show, and then I I came up with a really cool – Fire Relief logo that I ended up actually selling to somebody because they wanted to put it on shirts. It looked great. I gave it to them or something, but yeah, um, yeah, it was really cool. It was really successful.
0: So I remember this, and tell me if you remember this. You might remember it as a result of me bringing it up, but uh, Alex and I showed up, bought a Johnny Cupcakes T-shirt, super rad. I still have it. It's Kill Bill theme. I remember the brains showing and the swords, super rad. Um, But we were like cool Fire Relief. Uh, uh, silent auction. We were like, we don't really care about any of the prizes, even though they were dope. There was like a class a Azul magnum. It looked like it yeah. was insane.
1: Caitlin hooked me up with that. Over oh, at Rosa.
0: Did she really? I yep. uh, love it. Shout out to Caitlin, man. Yep. What a sweet woman. Yep. Um, uh, but, uh, there was a, there was what you referred to as the big one. Anyway, you called me and you were like, you got the big one. And oh, I was like, right. and I was like, I don't know what the big one is, man. You were like, dude, you, uh, bought the raffle tickets. And I was like, oh, fuck me. I was like, what did I win? And you were like, dude, you won a $200 gift certificate to Monkey Wrench to go get a tattoo from Wes Anderson. And I was like, fuck me, dude. That's unexpected. So that was great. I remember Um, that. And so, uh, yeah, Wes hooked it up fat. I was excited that yeah. you won that too. Thank you, I man. remember getting it. I was like,
1: yes, no better person to get this. Thank you, buddy. Um,
0: and <laughs> oh, it was so sick. It was such a great experience too. Cause Good. him and I hadn't seen each other since high school. Really? We'd like run into each other and, uh, him and his wife and, uh, uh, we'd all kind of seen each other, but being able to like sit there and chop it up and have the funniest conversation about, um, uh, videos that are online of, uh, insects fighting each other. <laughs> He was like, these are wild. You got to check these out. And it was like a scorpion versus a black widow. And it was these videos of people filming these across, you know, Hilarious. different countries. And, uh, all of us were like watching it enamored. Amber we were like, holy fucking shit. Hey, these this are is like, intense. this is the biggest, you know, battle of the wild kingdom. Anyway, it was so funny. Um, but he did a great sci-fi piece for me, man, with like, um, shit, it's on my leg. It's uh, 2001, check. a space odyssey. Have to check it's, out. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, I got Dark Helmet from Spaceballs in there. There's a lot lot of good stuff in there. Hell yeah. Uh, So no, he did great. Um, I Spaceballs. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's one of my, yeah, nobody I want to hang out with. Uh -uh. Uh, So we're going to start out right here. And you can tell me just by some of these answers that you're seeing right here. These are yours. Am I wrong? Yep. All right, perfect. Making sure. So under what is your favorite action adventure, I see Marvel movies, end of world movies. (laughs) I like how broad of a spectrum that is, I know,
1: I know. I I I love it. I what about favorite of, Marvel, like, do
0: you think? If you had to narrow it down to either a character, because characters are easier... Action
1: characters, or...?
0: or rather, like, a Marvel character. Oh, I so mean... So, like, a Marvel superhero based on their movies and their, like, the actor playing them and their story. Oh, it's kind of hard,
1: because... I it really is. Honestly, I, I... If we're talking about Marvel movies, I think Robert Downey Jr. crushed Iron Man. Great answer, he by the way. He started... He's amazing. The MCU. Yeah. yeah. He had the comeback of the century he did you know um, <laughs> he did and he like he that guy is Tony Stark yes I mean he didn't have to change the way he is as a human he just is that guy his
0: personality <laughs> is, is so great so perfect I for that it. role I you're not it. wrong yeah I love that what does he say a uh, uh, billionaire playboy genius philanthropist yeah yeah yep. they say what What are you without the suit that's what yeah. he says I love that yeah good answer by the way man um and then end of world movie is bless your heart I mean anything apocalyptic,
1: right? I love them. Sure. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't like them because they get really unnerved by them. I get it. I fucking love them. Deep Impact, um, Armageddon. Did yeah. you watch uh, the new
0: one, uh, uh, Greenland? Yes. With Gerard Butler. Yeah, great. Surprisingly that a, good. That one's
1: cool because it doesn't yeah. necessarily focus on like the destruction, but actual psychosis of of it all, which totally. is really good. I love I, it. I didn't expect that. I thought it was going to be an end of the world movie like that, but yeah, it is. But it's just like how y- your mind is you know totally man yeah it, it doesn't
0: have a lot to do with like armageddon where it's like flying into space landing on a meteor all cgi it was more like people are dealing with the fact that the world is gonna end yeah it was yeah and when i saw gerard butler i was like Meh. and then i watched it and i was like he was perfect for this because he's like an
1: action star you know i just love the uh, action sequences of those movies like yeah you know like when you think action movies you probably a lot of people probably think of like you know rambo or like sure. you know guns a blazing which is sure. cool but mm-hmm. um i just love how the the graph like the design work of like the tsunamis and like it's just it's Big terrifyingly time. crazy but day after tomorrow 2012 2012 that was great yeah with john yeah. cusack great movie oh yeah um Honestly, San Andreas was cool just for the... Oh, I loved that. With, like, the... I mean, and it's cr- really close to home, obviously. You know, it's, hey. we're on the fault. Like, Yeah, didn't he? Uh, didn't The Rock play, what, like, Coast Guard in that? Or,
0: like... Um, <sighs> I think he was a Coast Guard. He was fucking Fire and rescue, in that, too. I don't know. Fire
1: Rescue, yeah, and the yeah. helicopter and yeah. all that shit.
0: See, that was down as fuck, dude. I'm yeah. about that. Yeah. 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 I love that uh, The Rock's blowing up as, like,
1: a dope action star. Not dude. even blowing up. That dude's, like, he's a like, fucking I think he's, superstar. like, one of the top paid actors yeah. currently. he's gotta be. Him and, like, Ryan Reynolds, I think, are on the top Oh, that's great. Which is awesome, because they're yeah. both hilarious. Oh, that's fucking great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, next, favorite thriller,
0: My Man. S- seven. Man After My Own Heart. Some One of the best. Some people
1: as a horror movie. I do not. You know, it's got, a, sure. it's got its
0: parts, but uh, where it could be considered horror. And I mean, the graphic effect, if you don't mind me saying so, of like the credit sequences, where like the entrance with it, I'm pretty sure it was playing the Nine Inch Nails song uh, when it was getting started. It was the yep. um, um, boom. I forget that it was like I wanna fuck you like yeah. an animal. Closer, closer. Yeah, my man, so good. Uh, and uh, but you're not wrong; it's more of a thriller, if you ask me. And I it's almost because put a uh,
1: story behind it. I always put Silence of the Lambs on there too, because mm. I also consider that more of a thriller than a horror movie. It is. I have there's... this moth on my kneecap. From... Do you really? Yeah. Oh, that's great.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know Jackson Edwards, don't you? Four forty used to be a sweet spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. George Jackson. Mm-hmm uh jackson boyd my man fucking love that dude he did the most disturbing wonderful impression of buffalo bill he used to play goodbye horses on the jukebox it's a great song amazing and he would put his arms out and he'd go (laughs) he'd go like this and he'd (laughs) whisper like goodbye horses he was brutal at it because it was so good and so uh, i whispered in his ear when he was doing it once and i was like would you fuck me he oh, fucked me so hard. He was like, fuck you, dude. He's like <laughs> over the top, man. Love oh, it, my God. Dude. But yeah, uh, I love Seven. Great call on that. Uh, what, some of the most phenomenal actors ever, peak of their career, yeah. too. And, yep. I mean, Morgan Freeman's looked like he was in his 50s since he was probably 12 years old, anyway. Yep. But he's like, that was like a perfect Morgan Freeman right there. Yep. Uh, favorite sci
1: fi fantasy? Fringe. Underrated show. Underrated Super show. Super sick. It is. I've seen that yeah. series. I own that series. Do you really? A lot of people don't even know what it is.
0: No, they don't. In fact, credit to James Peterson, old roommate, old buddy, old coworker, who introduced me to that. Super well done. It's, Super under the radar. I know there's a cult following though too. Yeah, it's, it really uh, is. Yeah,
1: it's uh, it's got Joshua Jackson in it. So yeah. a lot of people are like, "That's weird. He's a Mighty Duck." <laughs> but um, the skulls. I, I honestly, <laughs> I fucking love that show, dude. Yeah. It is got all the shit I like. It's yeah. got. Science, physics, like time travel. I mean, it's
0: sensory deprivation. Oh my god, it's drug just, induced comas. Dude, it's so good. It's baller. I like if, that. If you too. haven't
1: seen it, watch it. It was on Netflix at one point, I don't think it is anymore, but
0: super good. Yeah, super good. And I don't remember the uh, lead actor's name, Anna, but she's Anna smoking Tork- hot too. Anna Torkin, or Anna, yes, yeah, something like that. She's Anna beautiful. Torkin.
1: And then um, the, uh, the guy that plays Walter Bishop. He was in Lord of the Rings. He was. He was he one was, of the dad. The dad. dad. Chewing on the chicken. And oh, he like was so gnarly. To, yeah. that. He's a great actor. He's, He's William. He's great. Or no.
0: He was the uh, scientist, like the lead scientist, yep. right? He was all brilliant and, yeah. <laughs> and had no social skills. Yeah, he was, really was crazy. Funny, great. Great. Uh,
1: and then Harry Potter classic. Yeah, uh, so, I love Harry Potter. I got a Harry Potter tattoo. I mean, Do I, you read, really? I read all the books. Uh, I love it. I love that shit. Never ending Story is another good one. Oh. I, I like, I'm coming back now, thinking, you know, all um, my
0: characters when I was a kid, like naming shit. We were talking about PlayStation earlier, like naming characters like Final Fantasy was all a you, dude. Yeah, of so course. sick, yeah. so sick. Yeah. Um. Next, we're gonna go to what is your favorite horror? So, uh, we talked briefly about the characters that you already have that are tattooed, but I'm so glad you threw in Nightmare on Elm Street, which we I just, do have
1: a tattoo of. Do you um, really have a Do you have a you Freddy have a, tattoo? I uh, I have the claw. <sighs> On the back of my calf that says, never sleep. Beautiful. Which I feel like is now a mantra because I never sleep. So I don't know (laughs) if I... Kind of sure. shot myself in the foot with that one. <laughs> Whether um, it's because having a child or, you're or multitasking
0: so much that yeah. you have to stay awake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We just watched uh, I think it's the Dream Warriors, number three. Oh, that's one of the best ones. Amazing. So good. Patricia Arquette. Lovely, Lawrence Fishburne. Freddie's
1: like in the in the comic book sequence. Yes. Because like I'm obsessed with comics, so I'm like So yeah.
0: good. Yep. So good. The woman who was in like the first two, she's in the third. She falls backwards through a seat and Falls into a dream. Yep. And the, it is a seamless piece of special effects, especially, it's got to be, what, 81? Something yeah. like that crazy early. Yeah. Yeah, that one, yeah.
1: I, pff, all of those are good. I mean, they get campy, but I love them.
0: They're great. Yeah. They're great. They're worth it, man. Uh, Scream.
1: Scream is probably my favorite horror series. It's incredible. And I'm excited for the new ones coming out. Are there going to be more? There's another one. I didn't got, know that. They got, it's supposed, out, it's supposed to be out this year. I don't think that's So So are you coming. talking about the series or just a, a new movie? No, movies. Thank yeah. God. Um, I have never seen the MTV series. I have not. Uh, but the new Scream, which will be Scream 5, is supposed to have all of the original cast members. So tight. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's great. So I watched Scream on VHS with a, a homie who brought it over who was like, I swear by this movie you're going to watch it. And we had all heard being living in Santa Rosa was a big deal for us because they came here to film it. And Santa Rosa High School said, we don't want our city portrayed in that light. And the city of Santa Rosa, excuse me, Uh, had a big thing to say i don't want any murder or anything like that so at the very end credits look it up i highly encourage you do you remember this (laughs) i know exactly what you're talking about it says no thank you whatsoever to santa rosa city schools yep and i was like holy shit awesome i was young when that came out so that was a big deal what's pretty
1: funny is there uh the high school quad in the movie Mm -hmm. is healdsburg square no yep
0: Wow, funny! Oh, we got to rewatch it now. Yeah, I got to rewatch it now yep. again. And then they uh, where they're like laying out and shit. Yeah, and, and then chilling mo- after a, the first
1: murder. The house that Sydney Prescott is in is mm-hmm. actually over here, um, like being Rinkin Valley area.
0: Is it Rinkin Valley?
1: It's yeah. a beautiful area too. Yep. In the movie, you see all the trees and they're doing yeah. the new movie. I've heard they are. Um, well, I know that they were reaching out to, Cinema um, County businesses trying to get brewery stuff um, because i think they're trying to have the bar in certain scenes portray a sonoma county bar holy fucking shit so it's very cool that's amazing but i love scream that's gonna be my next horror tattoo so for good sure. i don't know oh. why i don't even have that first but You're gonna do like
0: ghost face somehow definitely yep that's a great mask yeah oh man just even in the beginning with
1: uh drew barrymore uh, when she realizes somebody's in the house and he runs by yep I saw that movie in the theater when it was incredible. out, and I incredible was probably too young to probably see it, but I can't remember. But,
0: <laughs> do you remember well. uh, off off uh, topic? But do you remember the first movie that you ever saw in the theater? Oh man! And that uh, might be tough. I remember, I remember mine. I have yeah.
1: memories. Um, one of my I have a memory of going to the drive-in theater. No. To see Ninja Turtles, the movie, like the wow. original movie, so sick in the drive-in. I also Amazing. remember seeing the Flintstones with John, John Goodman. Goodman. Yeah. It, <laughs> I love it. Rick and, Moranis. And Rick Moranis. Oh, in, so good. In the, in the drive-in theater. I can't remember like prior to that, yeah. to be honest, but uh
0: Terminator two for me, that was a big deal. Oh yeah. I was, I was young too. I was way too young to go to that shit. I mean, kind of debatable, you know, yeah. but uh my dad took me to it and I remember yeah. how fucking amazed I was. And I remember regardless of like where I went in life, I remember being a little kid going, "I want to be a part of that, whatever that is," and it, how big the screen was and how fucking loud it was yeah. and the metal foot coming and hitting. The I skull love going in the to the beginning. Movies. So I do love lie. them. Miss it, man. Yeah. Um, classics: Halloween and then Tales from the Crypt. I don't want to breeze over either one of these. I'll, but I will uh, mention Halloween number one. Is just one of the greatest horror movies of all time, and I think launched the genre in in a whole new direction.
1: I agree. Um, I think Michael Myers is one of my probably my favorite like horror villain um, or antagonist, yeah. if you will, protagonist antagonist. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's pretty much kind of launched everything else. And mm-hmm. honestly, I thought Rob Zombie's remakes were great. They're um, great. Yeah. Yeah. Hands down.
0: I feel bad not knowing. Who the newest one was made by? I don't know if it was Rob Zombie again. I think he stopped. Right?
1: No, the newest one actually was. I know it was directed and or written or produced by um, uh, God, what is that comedian's name? Um, No way. Eastbound and Down. uh, Danny McBride. Yep. No. Yep. Really. Yeah. And Wes Craven's estate also like so it's a Wes Craven yeah. But Danny McBride is. All these comedians are crushing the horror genre. I love Jordan it. Jordan I love like, it. So, yeah. Oh, Jordan
0: Peele's doing incredible things. Yeah.
1: yeah. But Danny Danny McBride is a, Beautiful. has a credit on there. That's great news. Thank yep. you for that
0: little piece <laughs> of ear candy for me yeah. to for today. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, That's wonderful. And then Tales from the Crypt is something I grew up on. So, I'm an 80s kid. I got love for you if you were born in the 80s, even more from the 70s and things like that, too. What year were you born? Can I ask? I was 85. You were 85? Yep. So was I. Yeah. Same year. Same cartoons growing up. We're basically the same yeah. guy. Yeah. Tales from the Crypt. That was a big deal for me.
1: That was amazing. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, my God. I just recently I just recently rewatched the entire, <laughs> like, four seasons of Are You Afraid of the Dark. <laughs> oh,
0: fuck Like, me, recently. Man. In, like, so the last good. two
1: months. So good. Um, great to have, like, yeah. while I'm working, yeah. you know, in the background. And I'll be, like, catching these scenes. And I'll be like, oh, my God. I, like, I know exactly where I was. Yeah. I was like, that shit is crazy. I remember that thing scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Um but so good. Amazing. But Tales um, of the Crypt is very much adult version of that. It you know?
0: totally was. Yeah, and in, in fact you're not wrong, uh, uh Are You Afraid of the Dark was definitely a more of a kid's one. Uh, a buddy of mine, he had a um this girlfriend years ago where we went into her house and there was just all these pirated movies along the wall, right? It was just fucking albums. You see the CD album down here, it was like those, right? And uh, you remember those things? Oh, yeah. yeah, Big folders. uh, Yeah. Why were those like bait for everybody to break into cars for years? Jesus Christ. Big old leather bound book. You're like, it's not the Bible. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) 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 Fucking leather bound. No joke. Uh, But I remember uh, she had every single episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I was like, yoink, immediately pulled it, put it in. And uh, sitting around the fire was, and tell me if you remember this actress, but it was Alicia Cuthbert. Yep. And she was one of the kids like talking. And I was like, well, "There's that's a lot crazy. of crazy. It was a lot, lot of the um, starts, right?"
1: There's yeah, like uh, um, what's his face? Ryan Gosling was in a in oh, couple it. of them, like. Yeah. But loved *Are You For the Dark*? Oh. Um, I own all the *Tales of the Crypt* DVDs. I'm so sad good. they sold their rights to somebody because they like that right now. Right, right now, currently, I feel like *Tales from the Crypt* would be the have the best comeback. Sure. I mean, would. now with like, I mean, that was like the first time they were showing like a lot of blood and gore and a little more nudity and the mm-hmm. and. There was talks that the genre or the show was going to get rebooted by M. Night Shyamalan for TNT. Oh, wow. And it just never did. Never, never happened. Did. I wish that HBO would spend some money to get that back because it would the horror genre Put it on like a
0: solid network where it could be like really dark and, yeah. you know. Right fuck, now, it's man. perfect
1: for HBO. HBO's releasing shit that's way crazier.
0: God, it's so good right now too. Golden Age of Television. Um, favorite romance does not deserve to be breezed over. So I see definitely maybe, and then I see what dreams may come. Good call on the romance aspect for that. Some people might have said... uh depressing as
1: shit. It's sad. It's, it's very a really sad, sad movie. It has to do about, with suicide. But it's about love.
0: It's a totally about him trying to find his wife. It filmed on uh, Treasure Island here uh, right oh, around the corner it, yeah. too. Yeah, fucking A.
1: I don't want to go through it give it away, but you know, it takes a lot of love to go through hell and come back with your girl. Dude, that could have been the tagline for the movie.
0: Yeah. That could have been the tagline. So. <laughs> it was good, man. You didn't yeah. ruin anything. Favorite documentary, Toys That Made Us was
1: great. Superheroes, uh, Never Ending Battle. What is that? That is on, I believe it's on Amazon. Okay. It's like uh, six or seven episodes. Each episode is like a time piece. So it's like Mm -hmm. from the 1950s to the 1960s. From Mm -hmm. the 1960s, and it it pretty much starts when, you know, um, Jack Kirby and like Stanley were uh, writing, like, sketching comics and how they got fired and who they worked for. And then it eventually gets to now what the MCU is and how super is, but it's very cool. That sounds awesome. Documentary just about the lore of comics.
0: No shit. It's really good. Oh, that sounds amazing. I highly recommend. Uh, yeah, I'm into that. I do want to see that. Um, next favorite animated cartoon. So this is where you touch something inside my heart. This is amazing to me. You put X-Men in the 90s. Yeah. The cartoon. Best one ever. I still I, watch it. I totally watch it on Disney+. Plus. Yep. It's so good. And it holds up. The story's amazing. There's been
1: talk about them redoing Ugh. it. Like, not changing it, but, like, continuing it. We'll
0: go into this a little bit more a little later on off, off air because I really want to make sure that you uh, get through your list. Uh, but I got to meet the director of it at Comic-Con.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Uh, Wild, getting into an elevator, he was wearing the animation, and my brother was with me. And both of us went, wow, that's a dope shirt. And he was like, Oh, you like this? And we were like, Yeah, we're huge fans of that cartoon. We grew up with it. He goes, Thanks so much. I directed it.
1: Yeah. And he was the
0: nicest guy. And both of us were like, I guess this is the place where that would happen, where yeah. we meet them. So uh he invited us to his booth and we got to go chop it up. It was great. Sick. Yeah. Um love Toy it. Story, the original, all of them, really.
1: Yeah, I have a Toy Story tattoo. So sick. Um Yeah. And then I the, love it. I love this. It
0: uh, feels like if this list, this uh questionnaire kind of speaks to you right yeah totally like i mean you've got a lot of these things you were like i bet this was hard for you because you were like i have to pick a few yeah yeah i get it yep uh and then invincible what is invincible you haven't seen it's it's a car it's a cartoon animated cartoon it's a
1: comic cartoon okay no i haven't seen it. hard r rating oh really well i don't know if it's actually r but it's tvma awesome uh directed by the same guys that do the boys which is also a phenomenal show great show um Oh my God! You haven't seen it. You haven't No, seen it. this is uh, what Seth this... Rogan's has his hands in it. Oh great! Uh, it is on Amazon.
0: Totally a part of what
1: this podcast is about, so that people learn, including me. This. Okay, can, great. It, I've watched it three times. Ooh, nice! It is sick. The animation's really cool. It's got this kind of anime meets Wind Waker like paper cut. I don't know. It's very cool. <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, definitely, that sounds great. You should definitely see it. And and they're going to be releasing a season two at some point, so you can
0: perfect. Yep. I'll include some animation from that as well in this. Make sure people can see kind of what it's about. Um, Favorite stand-up special? I see I don't watch (sighs) stand-up. Don't feel bad,
1: but I was surprised. You know what it was? It was mostly Uh, I kind of had a panic answer because I was like, I just can't remember any names of specific stand-up programs. Like back in the day, I loved watching like Chappelle, obviously. And like, uh, I think Jim Gaffigan's so funny. You're not wrong. Especially with his fucking, he just like, side commentaries himself which yeah. is so funny he self-narrates it's or, amazing know, i love mitch Hedberg's one-liners that are just like oh my god so dumb and funny they're like he's like the dad joke king <laughs> you know like and they're yeah. not dad jokes He just like i just Dude, love it he's incredible like, especially when he gets like those non-clapping like he says it nothing yeah and then people are like oh i get it right <laughs> Uh um, he's he's one of the best man. Yeah, great. so like
0: this question is really geared more towards the current one where it like comes out too, so don't feel bad. This is more really geared towards people who watch stand up all the time. And that question is gonna be there for people who go like, if you haven't seen this new comic, do this new one, yeah. then see it. Because uh it's hard to find ones where you watch it and you'll go like uh oh this was recommended to me. When you do have that one, it's gonna be good. Because right. somebody took the dare. To, somebody stepped off the ledge to invest an hour of their time in some new comedian. Totally. But uh, don't feel bad at all. It's so funny. I'll kick you some yeah. n- that I know of the, now. And you can just play them in the background when you're like, that, uh, do uh, like making playing, Rylan breakfast. Man. I like yeah.
1: playing it in the background while I'm working. You good, know? good.
0: That's going to be great. Um, favorite binge-worthy show currently streaming? Schitt's Creek and the Goldbergs hilarious so shits creek I cleaned up is it is it worth the hype i've i've seen the first episode i was really uh, laughing uh
1: is that uh is that
0: something you recommend
1: everybody or what? i just think it's fucking hilarious and it took me forever to get into it because people would recommend it to me but i just never like eh, i don't know i was like sure. i don't know and then finally i watched it and i was like this is hilarious and it's super current quick synopsis is just about a family that from la that is like loaded rich yeah. with money like you know maids and uh, you know silver you know gold spoons and their you know <laughs> and they lose all their money yeah. And the only thing they have left from their assets is this town called Shits Creek that the dad <laughs> bought the son as a joke for his yeah. birthday. Yeah. And they got to move back there. And they bought it as a joke. As a joke. I He's like, I that. bought it as a joke for my son. <laughs> He's Eugene like, well, Le- Eugene Le- Levy, right? Yeah. Oh, and the cool movie. thing is, is it's Eugene Levy and his actual son. Is it Dan Levy? Dan Levy? Dan Levy. Dan Levy, yeah. And they were the ones that wrote and produced it. And their daughter's in it. It's very cool. Wow. Um, is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. They won a shit um, ton of
0: Emmys, too. Oh, they cleaned up. I remember that. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, yeah, it was uh, kind of like what I heard about Ted Lasso recently as yeah. well. Too did he clean up? Which too? I've never seen. He cleaned house. First episode's great. I haven't finished it yet. I, I've heard really good things. Second season's out on Apple TV Plus. Uh, the um, uh, hotel innkeeper is it Chris Elliott? It is, and the, I love Chris one of the Elliott. Best cabin ever. boy, bro. Cabin boy, <laughs> cabin boy, man. Yeah. I don't think
1: anyone like cat what's boy, weirder it's than it's a hilarious. big
0: ass floating cupcake. Yeah. How about one that spits tobacco? Yeah, that shit is unbelievably slapsticks, dude, oh.
1: but they don't make them anymore. I mean, they no. really don't not as well. It's a different version of slapstick, like people. hot shots and shit. And yeah, airplane like, oh, uh, but some of the best now. It's like slapsticks are. it's more like not nearly slapsticks. It's kind of just like funny drug and alcohol, you know, super bad. Pineapple yeah. Express, which are great movies, they're but great. they're they're just a different. That's the current slapstick for this.
0: We need more parodies, I think too. Yeah, those need to come back in a big way, and not a not the scary, not another and, teen movies. Yeah, no, you know are, the first yeah. one was great. Uh, none of the um, d- dance movie, none of that. We need to do like a Hot Shots did for Top Gun.
1: Yeah, right. Which I, you know, like one of my favorite slapsticks... Mafia is, with uh, uh,
0: with. Jay Moore of after The Godfather. That was an oldie but goodie, but go ahead. Sorry.
1: Oh, I was thinking, um, oh my God, it was on the tip of my tongue. The baseball movie.
0: Major League. Yeah. Oh, so good. Major League is incredible. We so, just, we, we really just rewatched it. Yeah. No more than two weeks ago, we rewatched movie. it. Fantastic movie. Because uh, we were watching 30 Rock and Tina Fey said that the theme song was romantic. And we both laughed and we were like, let's rewatch it. And we watched it. Yeah. Um, Love it. And then the Goldbergs. Goldbergs, dude. Is it great? It's funny is it more family comedy
1: it is but the reason why i like it is because it it it's it's all based off of when me and you were kids okay so it is so heavily nostalgic it's <laughs> insane awesome um robert england reprised his role as freddy krueger in one of the halloween episodes and he hasn't worn wow. that get up in decades that um, merits me re-watching it the, just because the, of that. Yeah. adam goldberg it's a He's the director and writer. It's about his family growing up. No,
0: I didn't realize that.
1: Yeah. Okay. And uh, Oh, that's great. It's really funny because at the end of the- Seth m-
0: Rogen's writing partner, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And
1: at the end of the show, it'll show, I guess the credits are rolling, it'll show side by side of the show yeah. and then a video camera of like the actual family like pretty much- Amazing, like side by side, and you're like, "That's so cool" because that's showing that it's really happening. Wow, what Um, a great
0: tribute to his family. it's like
1: 25 minutes long, so it's like you can burn through. And there's a million seasons, so that's why I was like binge worthy. Yeah, oh, I love it. You don't have to pay attention too closely.
0: Good call, man. Good call. I like that. That's a great recommendation. Family friendly, but it's
1: it's they it's just funny.
0: Nice. I think I watched the first one or two episodes whenever. And correct me if I'm wrong. It's the mom from Malcolm in the Middle, is it not? No, it's oh, oh, oh no 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 it's, it's not it's uh, the it, woman from Reno nine one one yep I don't know her name I, I don't feel bad either. she's Spacey. so funny yeah oh my god she I wish I knew great, her name she
1: plays a great character
0: uh she and I feel so bad comparing the two uh the reason I equated that and I know exactly why is that she had embarrassed her son at one point yep so badly and I remember it was so cringy at one point I remember watching it and just going like. Oh my God, that feels too real. And maybe because it was, maybe because it was one of those things. Like when I was a
1: kid that yeah. I was like, she's very, uh, like, fuck you. Don't do that. Her character is very like, uh, very smothering. Yeah. You know, like schmoop, she poo and all of this. Like, Oh wow. And like uh, all the words, but you know, the kids talk. are growing up and she has no control of the kids growing up and they're growing up in the eighties. So it's like, Oh, that's funny. You know. So I'm down, I'm down with that. I'll
0: definitely revisit, it, especially that Robert England episode. I'm really excited. Yep. Uh, I see no viewer video, but I'm going to tell you what uh, the whole basis behind that was, is that I'm going to incorporate that into the episode, whatever video on YouTube you choose. So you get to just find one. You can even have Ryland choose it. If you end up just browsing or scrolling through one and you go, this is the one I want people to see. You're going to incorporate it and I'm going to post it on the site so that everybody can just click
1: on those links and have funny videos that they can scroll through. Okay, I'll have to shoot you one over.
0: No rush. All good. Hell yeah. Uh, We have reached our time. How was it, man? Did you have fun?
1: I had a wonderful time. Thank you for having me, dude.
0: You're a great guest. Thank you so much for coming on as yeah. well. Uh, do me a favor just before you go. I want you to look into the camera. I want you to tell the people a little bit about what you got going on. Tell people where they can find your product if they wanted to take a look at your graphic design, at your artwork, uh, or where they can go pick up some great beers with great labels in town.
1: All right. Um, currently working on local brewery stuff, which you can find uh, Cooperage Brewing Company. You can find them in Safeways. Oliver's, Whole Foods, any local bottle shops. Uh, And then most of the cannabis stuff I'm working for is down in Los Angeles. It's kind of making its way back up here. But, um, and then, you know, as far as seeing all my artwork, just at Nikki underscore London for Instagram. I also just started a new Instagram called Bag Game Strong, which is going to be focusing on my just purely on cannabis design. And then um, building a website. To launch my online store it's stayoffended.com
0: perfect thank you so much thanks again for being my great guest nicky i appreciate it man great conversation
1: of course pleasure man thank you so much absolutely you'll be a guest
0: on this again soon i hope you're done i hope
1: so yeah i love it man appreciate you cheers hell yeah downtown santa rosa holy shit that's where we met that's true we, that's true yeah we are a bunch of heathens running around <laughs> i feel like me and you, I, i've just i don't really have memories of like seeing you out there getting too fucked up you're always working like you're <laughs> always working dude that's true and like, i yeah. barely started getting into the bar scene because i worked retail for so long mm-hmm. so i didn't i didn't start seeing that side of the bar for a while but when i did i got sucked in no doubt. Do me a favor. We, uh, we
0: were kind of off and running already, but if you don't mind, give me a little background as to what it is that, uh, you have done, uh, and how it kind of led into what you're doing now, uh, professionally.
1: All right. That's um, kind of a loaded question. No, right? I, yeah. I Just trying to think of the short way of saying this, I guess back in high school, I right actually before high school, I was such a sports buff. I was like, my dad coached, I played football, basketball, baseball. I was all into sports, but I was pretty small. So when you're playing like the youth sports back in the programs, you were able to, it was mostly based off of your size, right? Not necessarily your age. So for sports, for youth football, I got to play like twice as long as most people my age because I was so small. And and the term they used back then was called an older lighter, which means you're older, but you're light enough to play in these squads that are technically younger, you know? And so... I was always like team captain because I'd already played that squad the one prior year. So it was really sure. fun. Um, I loved playing football. but What as position I started, did you
0: play? What position were you? Or positions? I, played,
1: I know when you're younger, they kind of play yeah, yeah. a few different things. I, first year, I played quarterback. Hated it. Did you? I actually, I was second string quarterback. And then I also played wide receiver. But the problem was, is our quarterback was always hurt. Oh, wow. Always injured or something. And, yeah. and so I always had to play, but I was fast. So I was like, I swear to God, they they dumbed down the plays for me. And I was running like bootlegs 90% of the time. I love it. <laughs> and it That's was fun. Right. But, you know, it just wasn't really what I – I didn't like the pressure of having to read the, you know. Oh, like, man, the armband, like, all the plays, uh, you know, the and, signals
0: from the coach on the sidelines. Yeah, so. The offensive coordinator. Yeah. I don't know I what it like. Playing, playing, was it Peewee's? Was peewee's. It, I played it was.
1: junior Peewee, Peewee, junior midget, midget. Wow. That's, that was the – now they, I think they have different weight classes, but – and then I played wide receiver and cornerback pretty much the rest of the time. How'd you I like that? Do you like it loved better it. than quarterback? loved it. Cornerback yeah. was my favorite. I like playing defense. I like catching balls too. But um, yeah, so. Defense the, is the shit, by the way. Defense is great. Defense yeah.
0: wins games. It does win games, yeah. Uh, I played uh,
1: defensive tackle nose. There you go. It was great. Dude, it was defense so much is awesome. fun. Uh, um, D line. Yeah. I was fortunate enough to play both sides, so it was, it was really fun. But, um, but when I started high school, I started getting into skateboarding and like, you know, like rock music and like, (laughs) I don't know, like punk rock music and stuff. And, um, I was like, I don't really think I want to play football anymore. Like I was like, I kind of like skateboarding. I'm, I'm also like really small compared to the other kids. And I just was like, I want to try something different. So I started skateboarding, which led me into music. Yeah. And so I started little garage bands, um, I was a singer for garage bands. Got kicked out of my very first band. I did not know where my voice was. I didn't. Oh, wow. I didn't really play an instrument good enough to play in a band. There it is. But I wanted to be a frontman or a singer. So uh, I do got... you remember the name of the band? Oh god, what was the name of that band? Um, I'm so curious. The name of Noon. like kids band. High, High Noon. Noon. Great name. Uh, Solid name. Yeah. Uh, Western movie reference, obviously. Solid. But, um, yeah, and then I got kicked out of that band because I was not a good singer, but I like. <laughs> Was a good front man But when you're a front man and a singer You probably should be a good singer too Right so I got kicked out of that band I was broken hearted dude I was like damn Oh I'm sure And then uh, I'm sure that's devastating I yeah. think also like I didn't know how I wanted to sing I didn't know what kind of music I wanted to play I think I was like going for like a Fred Durst Limp Bizkit pr- approach or uh, something totally. And I was just like This is not me That's amazing And then I ended up rejoining I can't that laugh band. too hard I can't no. laugh too
0: hard I was totally into corn and Limp Bizkit yeah. and-